Hello and welcome back to the Bober Academy Football Podcast as we continue our Building Alignment Series. This is the last installment for 2023. Uh, I'm your host, Chris Bober. I'm the founder of the Bober Academy, where our mission is to train and develop superior linemen to dominate on the field. I am also a high school coach at Creighton Prep, eight-year NFL veteran, You know, four years with the Giants, four years with the Chiefs. And I had the distinction of starting a game at every position. So, again, we're continuing our building alignment series. We have Dr. Nolan Claus in a Midwest movement. And today we are going to talk about our necks. And it's so important in football that the neck is just a vital piece. Um, before we get started, I wanted to remind you that down below, um, if you're watching this, is the subscribe button on our YouTube page. If you'd subscribe to our channel and click the notifications bell, that would be very much appreciated. If you're listening to this podcast, please subscribe so you get notifications of new episodes. And anywhere you're seeing this on social media, please you know retweet, like, uh, comment, uh, thumbs up, whatever they do out there in the social media world. It helps grow our presence. So, Dr. Nolan, once again, thanks for joining us on another edition of Building Alignment. Yeah, thanks for having us. Of course, Dr. Nolan of their Midwest Movement there in Elkhorn, right by Rick's Meats. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't realize we get older in life that, you know, Dr. Nolan was a college football player himself, played tight end down at Wesleyan. And um, he is a guy that I really rely on for, for guys that come and see me, but also knowledge because he's played the sport at a high level. And then, of course, he's taking that experience and he's helping get guys who have, you know, things wrong with them ailments he's helping him get back on the field and so today as we finish up with this series you know dr nolan we're talking about the neck so obviously you know football players are known for having big necks and you know I, i'm not as big as i used to be I, i've lost about two yeah. and a half inches off my neck i used to have about a 20 inch neck oh i um, saw pictures there. yeah yeah i it was i it wasn't much of a neck from my shoulders to my ears <laughs> but it, it it was very helpful obviously um all those years of wearing a helmet and and playing yeah. football but uh, tell me the next function, like with the body and why it's so important um, for any sport, any athlete, but then especially as football players. Um, I mean, if you think about it, like let's go back. Uh, it's going to seem weird, but let's go back to when you were a baby, right? Mm -hmm. um, your head is about two thirds of your body, right? Yeah. Like your head was huge, right? Um, and basically everybody told you you had to spend time on your belly to develop those neck muscles to hold up your head right um what's housed in our head is uh our brain right um so the neck um is basically the the thing that is just lugging around the most precious uh prize that we have on our bodies which is our brain um it's what causes us to think differently than any other animal species like all that stuff um but the, the, I mean, the, if you think about it, the neck is uh, what moves when we're looking side to side. Um, it's what moves when we just rotate our shoulders, right? So if I keep my head right here and I rotate my shoulders, it's actually my neck that's doing the movement. Um, and so it has to have a ton of mobility, but it's also got to be really strong in being able to hold up our big noggins. Um, the average human head weighs how much? 12 pounds? Eight pounds. Eight pounds. Yeah. It's a, about 12. <laughs> it's uh, from Jerry Maguire. Haven't you ever oh. heard? Uh, yeah. Uh, really good uh, movie if you guys, young bucks, haven't watched that. Um, anyways, it is true. Your head average weight is eight pounds. Um, 
And so a lot of people's necks are probably really sore right now while we're in camp. Uh, that's because we added extra weight that we're just not used to uh, having to load around. Um, it's also the reason that football players do develop such big necks is because we're constantly wearing helmets. We're also constantly getting hit in the face and having to hold that pressure, right? Um, so our necks do develop a lot of muscles and they get strong over time. Nice. And let's talk about um, the positioning for our neck as, as we play football, because um, there are a lot of instances in the game of football. Like when I teach my linemen to come off and run block, uh, you know, I'm not teaching them to lead with their head, but right. I'm also not teaching them to avoid having their head in contact. Um, right. You know, when I teach like zone blocking, you know, I, I like we strike hat and hands. And if what we've talked about in our previous podcast is that when you put your head back, you're actually at a more vulnerable position for um, executing your blocks and being strong because you disengage from your diaphragm and you lose all of that strength that you have through the ground with your feet all the way through your big muscles. And then you can't deploy, you know, your power with your weapons and your hands and the helmet while you're not leading with it. We have a helmet for a reason. We have a face mask for a reason. So knowing that in the game of football, the helmet will be a part of contact. Let's talk about like some best practices for guys as they play football uh, of your the position of your neck and head as you get into contact. Right. So uh, we just talked about uh, our head weighing eight pounds. Uh, yes, we want to have our head involved in, in blocking uh, in football, right? Uh, if you try to keep it away from everything, um, you're going to injure it more or actually have bigger issues. But if you think about it, we don't want to lead with our head though. Like that is just a, a lot of extra pressure. And it's also, um, if you think about like, this is like the closed pack position. It is like right there. There's not a whole lot of motion. If we're clear back here and somebody hits us here, there's a lot of range of motion to get yeah. snapped back into. Right? So. I like what you're saying about like with blocking in here. One thing that we can do is like basically tuck our chin. Like let's make um, make turkey make a double chin. Yeah, <laughs> make a double chin. We're linemen. We want to make ourselves look bigger. It'll make your neck look bigger. Um, but make that double chin, and then you can use the head um, as part of our system, right? So we, it's not that we're looking down because we don't want to look down. We definitely don't want to do that. Um, but we're just making that double chin. We're bringing the head back in this position so that we can keep it forward. I know that seems kind of crazy. We're not bringing it back to avoid like that. We're bringing it back to close it down. And it's more um, of again, like that stacking effect that we talked about with like our core and our right. hips and, and the whole alignment of, of power. Um, you you want to have it. Its strongest position is going to be stack your your neck and your right above your spine, right? All that straight yep. line that is going to be the the strongest you can and the, probably the most injury prevention. Even though you're taking contact there, if it's stacked, you're going to be able to absorb it and deflect it rather than whether it's up or down or whatever. Yeah. If it's in those vulnerable positions, that's where injuries and especially with head injuries and, and neck and nerve injuries, that's a big deal. Yeah. And it's not like we want to be stiff, but we want to create a stiff column um, throughout our spine so that we can use our, our weapons, basically. Um, 
And so like, just to kind of reiterate, when we go back, it's more of a rotation up of the back part of our head. It's kind of like rotating it up just a little bit. Um, so uh, you're exactly right. Like when you're, we're talking about, um, we, we want to create that stiffness. We want to be able to be strong when we create the contact. Um, if we're loosey goosey, we get whipped around a lot. So, so even if like, you know, like so many times, like you're going forward in football. So you, you have your neck where you're, you're going to be have it, your chin up a little bit. Cause you're, you know, if I'm coming off the ball, I can't look straight ahead because right. I'm looking down, but would you say that instead of looking out and up, it's better to be back and up because then you're stacked. It's so like linemen come off the ball, like on a zone block, right? You don't want to go forward with your head. You want to go forward with your body, even if your head is tilted up a little bit, right? Yeah, I would say that would be the best position. Um, you see tacklers like that too. It's like, how, how does the, tell me about how like the neck works with, with that position in protecting the spine as much as possible. Uh, basically, uh, like the more we get like out of, out of like that stack position, basically we're going to start closing down on different, uh, structures in our spine. We've got a lot of nerves that come out of our spine. Uh, we got a lot of discs in between there. And like the more that we are out of position, the more stress we put on them when we get blows to the top of the head or to the side and things like that. Um, and talk about this real quick, because I think this is important for the coaches that are watching it and the players that are watching this is to talk about how compromised your neck is when you have your head down and you're striking with like the crown yeah. of the or the back. Because that that's my my experience has been that's when injuries happen to necks and to to spines. So you see some right. of the worst case scenarios, guys getting carted off. So many times it's when a guy has his head down. Head down. Talk to me about like the, the physiology of that and why why that injures your neck. Um so, I mean, we're like basically micro trauma, ourselves all day long. Uh, we see people that are not football players that come into our office all day long that are basically having the issues that you would have if you got hit right here. It's because they're doing this all day long on their phones, out at their computers and things like that. And what is happening actually is what we would like to refer to in most cases is disc pressure. Um, basically, if we if we have that jelly donut and we're looking down all the time, we put pressure on the front part of that jelly, jelly wants to basically start migrating back and that pressure will start, um, one, it, it could herniate um, where it actually compresses on spinal cord or nerves and um, we get issues like going down the arms. Um, so like when we go down like this, it's a lot of compression and stretch of that spinal cord. And that's why you see people that get stingers, um, mm. like basically just like shooting pains down into the arm or even into the legs. Yeah. Right. And I've had a lot that's, of that to do with the yeah. position of their head. Well, that, that's some of the worst pain you got right there. So yeah. whether it's chronic from looking at your phone or having your head down all the time, or it's an acute injury with it's a, a violent blast. It's kind of, the effect is kind of the same. It's just how fast you get there, right? Right. And um, I, I guess I kind of missed this point, but like to reiterate the stress of like how important our neck is, uh, 40% of all uh, extremity cases of the arm, like the shoulder, elbow, wrist, 40% of all of those pain complaints come from the neck. We know that from research. So like, 
four out of 10 chances when you have an elbow complaint, it's probably your neck. Four out of 10, if it's your shoulder, it's probably your neck. And so what we know is like, if we don't protect the neck, if we don't do the right things, like it's gonna maybe cause some pains in the other areas. And I think the fastest way to do that would be to keep your head down and get blows to the top of your head. Like I, that's the that's the fastest way to get uh, a neck or a spinal cord injury. Well, you, you answered my next question, which is going to be how often does it happen where the extremity injuries or, or pains or whatever they are result in the neck? I know like probably a lot of times with the, your lower extremities, it's going to go back to something with your spine and the alignment um, because that, that neck is it's protecting our valuable computer in our brain, but also it's it's the most vulnerable part of our spine. Right. Right. You know, our, our spine is is um, protected by our ribs and our gut and our shoulders and our chest, except when it gets to the neck, it's got the smallest amount of protection. So it's right. probably a, a, a pinch point for for injuries and stuff. Um, OK, so whether guys have camp neck, whether they have neck issues or maybe some upper back or extremity issues, what are some of the things that, um, you know, first and foremost, they can do to prevent those, but also some of the things that if they are getting some of that pain, some of that tingling, some of that, whatever, what are some of the, you know, the issues they can do then after that? Um, with these, like, these are general movements, um, that we have people do. Uh, I just want to say like, if these movements don't help and they actually cause more pain, like you definitely should come in and get uh, evaluated. But in general, we're doing this motion with people as a preventative all the time we are doing kind of what we were already talking about we're close packing this position but we're going here and back as far as we can but we got to make sure we go back here and i like to call these our uh get away from the ugly girl kissing you so <laughs> ugly girl is trying to kiss you get away and go back um i it's looks like a weird movement if every football player were doing that today I think we would have a lot less uh, neck issues and maybe even arm complaints and things like that. Um, it's also so, you're, just, so you're saying that, you know, the old linemen shouldn't be kissing ugly girls. They should be pulling back and they'd be better, they'd be better football players. Yeah. And probably they a lot probably shouldn't be kissing the other uh, 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 opponents either. So they should not get their head craned out and keep it back. <laughs> so, nice. Okay. So that's one of them. What else, what else do, you, do you recommend for those guys? Preventative and, you know, after soreness or in, or. Yep. So that's one of the best ones. Um, then like, I'm always, always talking about shoulder blade health. Um, mm -hmm. uh, basically these trap muscles, they get, they get used and abused quite a bit. That's why they're so tight. Like you can walk up to any person, you know, you could probably pinch them and it would send shooting pain or they freak out and try to get away from it. Um, so we want, and then we know these muscles help carry the some support of the neck. Um, so I'm always asking uh, people in the weight room to do banded face pulls mm -hmm. or ropes on the cable machine and pulling towards our face, trying to get um, our shoulder blades to start just getting some more strength so that they can pick up some of the slack that our neck may be uh, missing. And I, I remember you told me this last time because I was simulating this and I stuck my neck out. But when, you, like, just like when we're doing bench and we want to set our core right or something like that, we want yeah. to, when we're lifting, 
Yeah. Right? We want to yep. set our neck right and not be like hunched over and pulling stuff in there. We want to be locked in, like you said, that stack position and then do our exercises too, right? Correct. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the um, lifting injuries that we see, like we see a lot of people that come in and I was like, I was benching and my neck hurt. Well, mm. when they're benching, they're just like this, like pushing or they're like clear back into here and like trying to lift weights. So when we lift, same thing, ugly girl kissing you, try to get that neck back, try to get as much of it flat on the bench or things like that. But try to keep your ears over your shoulders. That's going to be uh, one of the best things that you can do um, in just positioning right while we're training. Nice, nice, nice. So um, as you kind of get to time here, um, those are some great exercises we talked about. Uh, for you linemen out there, remember, don't kiss the ugly girls, yeah. right? And, and if you have a, you walk around like this and have a double chin, you probably won't have to worry about it because no one will want to kiss you. Um, but get your double chin there. Keep your head stacked. And, of course, this is important um, every day for, for all day long. Guy, kids are going to start school next week. And some of them started this week and they're going to be sitting there like this all day, right? So it's important before you go out to practice to maybe do some of these exercises or while you're at school or while you're at the office, if you're watching this as an adult, um, try to try to practice some of these things rather than just thinking I can just get away with it. It, it, Like I said, the the chronic injury is over time is just as bad as an acute injury of getting, you know, your head down and knocked right in the head, right? Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Sneak up on you if you, if you just avoid it. Yep, especially as we get older, right? We definitely feel that. But um, oh yeah, awesome. Well, Doctor Nolan, we really appreciate um, the entire series from the feet to the knees to the hips to the core to the shoulders to the arms to the neck. Um, we've given you a complete, you know, encyclopedia of how to your body works as as athletes in general, as you know, human beings, and especially as offensive linemen, we related to that. So hope you take these advice with the the exercise we're given, the advice we're given. Um, as we go into this football season, we're going to come out with a new series about some just more specific stuff of injuries that we see popping up. Um, but we're going to continue going on. We really appreciate um, uh, Dr. Nolan sharing his wisdom. Um, I know he has a passion for it. Like I do for coaching, he has a passion for getting guys back on the field. If you want more information about um, Dr. Nolan and Midwest Movement, it's MidwestMovement.com. Um, MidwestMovementElkhorn.com, yep. and they're located out there by Frank's Meats and Elkhorn. Of course, he takes guys from anywhere, and I, I tell you what, I've had sent guys to him. I know guys that have gone to him, and he's kind of like a witch doctor, right? You know, they come in there and they got like a quad issue, and he adjusts his hip and spine and, and neck, and all of a sudden they're back out there playing football, baseball, basketball, whatever. So, great track record, um, great job of what they're doing over there. Um, lastly, reminder: if you are watching this. On YouTube, click the subscribe button down there to subscribe to our channel. The more subscribers we get, the more a message gets out there to um, make great offensive linemen. And, you know, if you're watching this on social media, the retweets, the likes, the comments, all those kind of things, share us to your story, whatever it is. And then, of course, if you're listening to this as a podcast on your podcast app, uh, subscribe so that you know every time that we put new great information out there. So, Dr. Nolan, once again, thank you so much for everything you do for the Bober Academy um, and, and the young people and old people out there, in, in, in especially in athletics. We, we really appreciate your knowledge. So we will see you next time. Thanks for sharing everything with us, Dr. Nolan. Yep. Thank you very much. Good luck, everybody.